Hey there, and welcome to Inside Barrel Racer Land, a podcast about the world of barrel racing from different perspectives. I'm going to be talking about my own experiences from a rider's side and from the producer's point of view. I'll be interviewing people from other positions, inside and outside of the arena as well. I'm your host, Amy Moss. Thank you for joining me today. I'll be uploading a few episodes within the week after that. It's going to be at a minimum of monthly with a goal of bi-weekly. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get to today's episode. Okay, I'm going to start off by saying that this took a very, very long time. This episode had me crumpling papers and (laughs) it was a tough one to figure out exactly what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it. So I literally recorded this a few times and deleted it. So um, I I hope that I get across what I want to say. First of all, thank you guys for listening to the first one. If you're back listening to the second, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, So what I want to talk about today is environment. And no, I'm not talking about like going green and tree hugging and recycling. I'm talking like vibes, like people's vibes. So I have done, and when I say vibes, I mean vibes in sports, okay? So I've done a lot of sports since I was little. I've done baseball, basketball, volleyball. I did... Um, I raised quads. I uh, played softballs and all. I've done a lot of sports. Anyway, with that being said, I've seen a lot of different attitudes in sports and from different perspectives of the sport, if that makes sense. You know, parents, athletes, whatever. So going into barrel racing... I was honestly thinking that people would be a little different just because, I don't know, I guess as an outsider looking in and being at rodeos as a kid and stuff, I don't know, it felt like such a good vibe. So I was thinking that horse people were going to be super chill and awesome and laid back. Well, I wish I could say that that's how it was, and I'm not saying that they're not that way, but... You know, in anything, there's going to be a few bad eggs, I guess, if we want to say. So, um, what I'm talking about is, like, so for instance, if you've been to Vegas during NFR, you can see the difference in the people. Like, if you go during any other time of the year, then you never get, or rarely, I should say, do you get an excuse me or a thank you or a door, you know, held open for you. At the NFR, when you're there, it's completely different. There are manners everywhere. There are kind people everywhere. It's a completely different vibe. So my question is, why can't we bring that same vibe to the arena? Now, again, I'm not saying that there's everyone at the arena is bad. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, as competitors, and again, this isn't any sport, but 
as competitors, I get that there's competition and I get being con- you know, confident. Um, I get that you've got personal goals or team goals, whatever. But I feel like it's okay to be competitive and confident and all of those things and still bring good vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like you like if they're one of my big things is like if somebody new is coming in, they are just getting going. Say say they just learned how to ride horses, you know, within the last couple years and they're really wanting to get into barrel racing. They're excited. Um they come to an event and what if they're some somebody that's been doing this since they were a kid and they're planning on going pro all the power to them that is amazing and i'm not saying it's just these people but let's say that person says something to a friend about that person's writing or or whatever and it's overheard so that person's first event that they ever experience is like they're not good enough to even be there So, and this happens in all levels too. I'm not just saying, you know, I'm saying all levels, beginner, intermediate, whatever. The point is I hear and see a lot of posts and articles about keeping, you know, the next generation in rodeo and, you know, how you should get your kids into horses other than the fact that it's extremely expensive and you'll wish you hadn't done it. But, <laughs> but I mean, in general, you know, people want to keep rodeo alive. Of course, it's an awesome sport. It's so good for kids to be involved in. And I personally think the connection with the horse and the responsibility and so on and so on. But how are we supposed to keep people, the next generation in rodeo or barrel racing or whatever you want to say, how do we expect that to happen if we keep running them off? So if, if new people come in and have bad experiences and they thought that's what they wanted to get into, but they've been discouraged so many times that they just say, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm not, I'm not good enough or whatever. Now, yes, people can let that get to them and maybe they shouldn't or whatever the case may be, but it doesn't matter because we're all different and we all take comp- compliments and, and negative feedback differently. Some of us get stressed. Some of us can just brush it off and not even care. But we're looking at a broad view and if we're trying to grow the sport, then we need to also be thinking about that. So another, so like, okay, let's say parents of athletes, you want to keep your kids in rodeo. Um, it's awesome to encourage them, support them. You know, that's, that's what we're supposed to do as parents. Um, yes, we have to discipline and things like that, which is, you know, it is what it is. It's part of the whole deal. But Remember, this is, in most cases in rodeo, it's an individual thing, for the most part. Um, they, if they have a bad run or, you know, whatever, a bad ride, they 
are already going to be upset with themselves. And I can guarantee you that they are not happy about what they did or how they did or how they performed. They made a mistake. It wasn't the horse's fault. It was theirs. Like they already know and they don't need you to reinforce that they did wrong or that they didn't do a good job. It's not, it's not wrong to have a bad run. It, it happens. Everybody experiences it. So dust off your, you know, dust off. Look at what you can fix with, and maybe even with them if they want to. But if they don't want to do that, don't force them. They're already thinking about it, I can guarantee you. So that's just what I'm, I'm, I see from parents sometimes. And that's been in baseball as I was growing up, basketball, all of any sport. And I know that you guys know this because it's very obvious, especially nowadays with kids wanting to be pro, whatever, and parents push, 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 you know, and some of them make it and some of them don't. But it's okay, you know, and we all change our minds. We all do different things as we grow up. And even as we, we're adults, we move on to different things. So my, what I'm saying is parents, think about the way that your child might be taking in what you're saying. Um, I'm not trying to be lecturing. This is just something that I'm super passionate about because I've seen it so many times um, playing different sports and it's just, it's super sad. Um, and we want to encourage. So, I mean, we want our kids and everyone to be happy, of course. And so like athletes, and I just totally kind of swapped swap subjects, but athletes, yes, you're all competing against each other, but you don't want to wish bad on your competitor. Yeah. You may want to beat them, but you don't have to have that negative energy towards them. You know what I'm saying? And remember karma because that's a thing. (laughs) Um, you know, if you have a personal goal to beat somebody specific or something, good for you. That's your personal goal. Good for you. Just don't let it consume you to where you, you know, you're bitter or, or you act differently towards that person. Like still be encouraging because you know what, if they beat you, then that's pushing you to be better. And we all have to be pushed to be better. You know, we have to have goals. We have, we would be, it would be very boring If we didn't have goals, if you've ever felt like someone's done that to you, you know, if, if somebody's ever made you feel bad, then you know, it doesn't feel good. So like, just remember the next time and we're not perfect. It's going to, sometimes we're going to do it. We're going to, it's going to slip, whatever. But if you were keep that in mind and you remember, uh, you know, I remember that time and it made me feel awful. I cried or I didn't even want to see them again or whatever. Remember that so you don't do it to someone else. So flip, you know, flip the coin and how about say something nice or don't say anything at all, you know, like thumper. Um, 
So I was, I was also thinking, you know, the most, the most respected athletes and the, the ones that you're just like, man, that person inspires me. Those are the ones that are humble and encouraging towards other people. Um, you know, that's why you, that's why you like them. That's why you're drawn to them because they're, every time you see them or you're around them, they're always so nice and encouraging. That's something about, you know, being or being a respectable athlete, I guess. So let's see. I, I kind of, I, in my other podcast that I deleted, I went through this like whole story and it was just, it does, it's not really super relevant, but I'll touch on it. So I have felt this before. I've felt the discouraging words. I've felt stuff like that before. Now, I took a long break from pretty much everything. Like I took a long break from doing races, from riding in races, from my leather work. I took a long break of just everything. I was super stressed out at the time. I was emotionally exhausted. I was at a race and I overheard a comment about my horse and I. I was, it shouldn't have affected me the way it did, but because I was so emotionally exhausted and stressed out, that comment was the icing on the cake for me. So that comment was, I I just, I was done. I quit. I would ride my horse at home. Um, I would do other things. I, I, I didn't even want to go to races because I just was emotionally wrecked at that point. I'm sure if that person knew the way that their words impacted me, at least I would hope they wouldn't have said it. Um, but you know, the, the point is if you put that negative energy towards being kind or even just keeping the negative energy to yourself, it, it could be more, if you put that negative energy towards being kind, it could be the reason someone continues their dream or even just enjoys their hobby instead of crushing that for them. So I'm just saying, again, growing the sport is, it's going to happen more if we're encouraging. So it was, it's just something that's really weighed on my heart for a long time. I know that this podcast is not going to change the world and it's not going to change the world of barrel raising. I am fully aware of that. Um, but you know, I get to voice what I feel like voicing and that's what I'm doing. So it's just, it's also another reason why I work so hard at our environment at our races. I hope to encourage everyone to enjoy their time. I want it to feel like a big backyard barbecue and everyone's here to just have a good time, see their friends, but also do something that they love and be competitive and win some money at the end. I mean, 
I don't go to a barbecue and win some money most times. Ever, well, sometimes I do. <laughs> Playing cornhole or something? Yeah, I am. Probably not. But the point is, I really want everyone to feel welcome at our events and help the next generation to want to do what we do. I want them to feel inspired and keep that inspiration and we can do that as a group. Like we can be a part of helping it grow. So that's, that's kind of, um, it, like I said, it took me a long time to get this thing right. And I hope that my message is coming across correct or not like I'm like, I'm not trying to lecture because we all do it. We've all done it. And, you know, you got to move on from there. But if you're, if you're, I guess the word is cognizant, cognizant, I I don't know. If you're thinking about it, (laughs) that's too big a word for me. If you're thinking about it and it's a goal that you have is to, hey, you know what? This race, I'm going to say something to someone that I see that has a good run. Or if somebody looks down, um, like they're upset or something, I'm going to say, hey, I really like your shirt. Or you look really nice today. Or something like that. Like it can be just the smallest thing. One time through the day. So I know we have a really big Sherry Survey race coming up this weekend. And it would be super freaking cool if everybody that hears this sets a goal to say something nice to somebody this weekend. Like I literally just got chills going up my spine saying that it would mean so much to me. So if you do that, if you make that goal, then I would love to hear about it. So if you want to like, there should be comment section below, you can put it in there. You can email me, whatever. I would love to hear if you do that. And it would make my freaking day. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's, that's it for this podcast. So be encouraging, be kind. If you're running this weekend at the Sherry Survey Race in Tucson, then good luck to you. I hope you have the best run ever. And I uh, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to follow uh, the podcast so you get all the notifications for new episodes. And you can always go to dustinblingproductions.com to check out our events that we have coming up and, um, and check out more about us. So thanks again, guys. Have a great day, Barrow Easter Land.